What's up, family? Welcome back to the Stop Sinking Show, where we go from struggle to flow. You heard it before. Live with passion. Follow your passion. Find your passion and you'll never work a day in your life. Do it with passion or not at all. People with passion make the impossible happen. Skills are cheap and passion is priceless. There is a major flaw in how we understand these. Because of these myths, we front load passion. We believe we are meant to feel passion as the qualifier for making the impossible happen. We are taught to believe that it's something that we feel undoubtedly, and it then, that undoubted feeling of passion then allows us to put our effort into place to make things happen, to stick to things, to do what others can't. We think people who achieve great things must have had immense passion towards them first. And the major flaw in that is that passion actually follows effort. Effort doesn't follow passion. That means your passion isn't meant to be found. Your passion lies in what you expend your effort in. How else would you come across it? How else would you figure out what you're passionate about? There are not many people I know that can pinpoint while sitting in one place. Oh, I know I'm super passionate about that and I want my entire life to be about it. No, instead, the more common thing is people saying, I have no idea what I'm passionate about. I really don't know what I should be putting myself into. That's the more common scenario. And that's because they have internalized the myths. They have got it all backwards. You don't discover your passion sitting in one place and then decide to work on things that that harness it. That's not how life works. It's actually quite the opposite. You put your effort into things and then discover your passion within it. How would you know what you're passionate about if you aren't working on a bunch of different things that may or may not at first appeal to you as the thing you're supposed to do? Whatever at first may seem dull or boring, passion isn't found in stagnation or mediocre effort. Too many of us show up to what we have signed up for with not enough effort to even discover if therein lies something for us to be passionate about. We show up to our jobs with a desire to earn a living and perform our duties, maybe even adequately, but we don't go the extra mile. We don't lean into any aspect of it with any degree of enthusiasm. There's probably something in your job right now that if you just paid more attention, you could discover. Even if that isn't your direct role, if you just kept your curiosity alive, your ears open in all the tandem things that go around in all the other different departments. Maybe ones that you can even play a small part in. You would have a better chance of discovering and developing your passion if you did that. My entire corporate career, I worked in sales. And anyone you speak to that has ever worked with me or for me will tell you how seriously I took everything at my job everything I signed up for. Nobody can deny that. 
My coworkers and employees will not hesitate to tell you how much I made the job my life. How they would think that I probably care more about the company than the CEO. And this is in positions far removed from senior leadership executive decision making. And far from actually benefiting from what the overall company does. But still, I conducted myself in my position in a way that would transcend any title or position. And what caused me to have that level of effort? Trust me, it wasn't passion towards the exact position or my daily job responsibilities. For me, what it is, is the bent of my character that causes me to care for anything I commit to or sign up for. And the benefit of that bend in my character is what I'm trying to explain here, what I'm trying to promote. There is fruits on the other side of my effort that wouldn't have come if I approached the job with a mediocre, let's just do what we have to do and not concern ourselves with the rest kind of attitude. The fruit is ultimately what you will take into your next job, company, or life goals. That muscle that you build when you show up with wholehearted effort is what then gets put into things that you actually do care about and want to work on longer term. But when you show up with mediocre in your job, you miss the opportunity to build that muscle. Why? Because the job didn't qualify itself as your passion? How you do anything is how you do everything. And if you ever do discover your passion, guess how you're going to do that thing? With mediocrity. Because you trained your mediocre muscle more than your excellence muscle. Congratulations. You played yourself. Again, passion follows effort. Passion isn't found. It is developed through labor and effort. Your expended energy and time is what qualifies, what finds its place in your life and liking. How do you expect to find your passion if everything you do is with lukewarm effort? Because you have predetermined that it's not a category of thing that you're passionate about. So why approach it with the utmost energy? While you literally do yourself a disservice by eliminating all possibility that any passion can be found there in the first place. You're definitely not going to develop or come across passion without putting in effort. And the effort comes first. You have no way of knowing what it is you will become or develop passion in without having front-loaded the work. The passion doesn't come first. The work does without having put in significant sweat equity to truly simulate if that work is for you or not by front-loading the work. My friend said to me the other day, oh, I don't want to pursue that thing because I realized I only thought of that thing because I was chasing money again. And in the back of my head, I was like, yeah, and so... We have accepted this misinterpreted notion that chasing money is a bad thing. If you want to make a difference in the world, you need money. You need a lot of it. And the more of it you have, the more help you can provide other people. But I understand the sentiment slightly that money should not be the only thing that causes you to pick the thing that you're doing. 
But while it should not be the only thing that causes you to pick something, it can definitely be one of the factors, just enough to get you started. And following the trail of using it as even one of the factors may bring you down the road where you come across in it what it is that can transcend it. What is more important than the initial factor of money? Following that trail leads you to discover along the way something that you might do for free, whether or not there is money involved or not, where you might actually find your passion. But the truth is that requires committed and unobstructed effort, a little bit of faith. And I think what he is really telling me is that he doesn't think he will put in the effort. And part of the reason he won't put in the effort is because he is believing these passion myths. That passion should be the qualifier. That if he doesn't feel the passion, then it's just for the money. And what I'm trying to say is that you have no way of knowing if within it lies something that may or may not resonate as passion that you're looking for. But you won't discover it because you discount it before even putting in the effort. And he probably knows himself better than I know him. So it's probably because he believes a part of him won't put in the effort. So why bother? A part of him knows that without the effort, there's no chance of finding passion in it. But he has it backwards. Doing something just for the money at first should not be demonized. The reality is that money is required to feed our families and everything else that we want to do in life. So we should normalize the pursuit of money. We just don't want to become money-hungry, evil people that will sell their firstborn for a buck. And that extreme scenario is what makes people be put off by it. But if you just initially followed the trail where there was money and showed up in it with sincere effort, not only will it lead you to more riches, but it will lead you to meaning. It will lead you to exactly what you desire. You think your passion is just sitting there with flashlights and bright clothes to make itself super obvious and noticeable? It doesn't work that way. When I lived in Queens about eight years ago now, oh my God, my girl decided to go get a job to keep herself busy and bring in some extra funds. And initially... The qualifying thing for her was she didn't want to drive and commute to work on a train like she had done for her past jobs. So one day on foot, she ventured out into the neighborhood and found a daycare slash preschool literally next door. They didn't pay much. She had never worked with kids, but she decided to take the position because of its convenient commute and distance from our house. It was literally next door. At first, it was just a job to keep herself busy. But because she approached it with a level of care that not many other people at her facility did, because she got frustrated with the way that kids were treated, spoken to, and managed, because she discovered how much the approach of other teachers bothered her, again, because she showed up with all that care that she wasn't paid in accordance to, she could have easily just checked in and out like the rest of the people that were there and not be concerned past it not bring it home, not talk about it. But because she cared that much, that basic, simple paying job that she initially did just for the money became her calling in life. She discovered within it that it was her duty and passion to work with kids. 
She found her fascination there about why certain kids succeed and respond in a certain way. She started seeing connections between the types of parenting they received. She curiously looked for answers as to why things were the way they were. She started connecting to her own childhood, developing theories about what approaches to take in speaking and relating to children that might be better for their development. The point I'm trying to make to my friend who discounts the initial drive for money and to you is that you will never discover the opportunity to even discover what it is that you're passionate about until you sign up for what at first doesn't seem to fill that bucket. You will have no way of knowing. How could you? All that is required is that you bring your utmost care and attention. That you pay attention to what bothers you. What you care about. What you would change. What seems broken. No one sits in one place and discovers what they're passionate about. You don't discover your passions on an island. So saying that skills are cheap and passion is priceless is a farce. How will you develop your skills if you don't even venture into things because you have yet to discover your passion? The truth is, you discover your passions while you are developing your skills. And you don't develop your skills unless you engulf yourself into the task at hand. By putting yourself fully into whatever it is that's in front of you right now. Your passions are developed alongside your skills, not in isolation. Like when I work diligently at my job, I can't say I was so passionate about it. I mean, after 14 years in corporate America, I quit because I discovered it wasn't my passion. But the way I even discovered it is by going through it. By initially valuing certain things like climbing the corporate ladder, having done it, and then realizing it didn't satisfy me. It provided me with the information I needed to recalibrate and continue on to the next step of what I have discovered I'm more passionate about now at this stage in my life. But despite my lack of passion at my job, it didn't keep me from putting in the level of effort that is recognizable by everyone I worked with. And that's what truly allows me to say it wasn't something I'm passionate about. If I just put in mediocre effort and didn't get success, what would I blame? That it wasn't my passion? Could I really truly say that I didn't succeed because it wasn't my passion? Or would I have to be honest and say, no, I didn't give my utmost effort? To be able to eliminate that question, you have to put in the utmost effort and then determine if this is something that you're passionate about or not, or what in it are you passionate about. And the fruit of that effort is that I now have a host of skills that are available to me to put into anything else. From a shy kid who couldn't speak to anyone, who wouldn't look at people in the eyes, to someone you can drop in any corner of the planet and can relate and converse to anyone. And sales birth my interest in psychology, in the differences in people and their personalities and how to relate to each. It's what got me started on my self-development journey almost 20 years ago. It gave life to my interest in marketing and taking one-on-one sales into the messaging required for one-to-many. I can go on for hours about how showing up for what seemingly was just another job 
but with the utmost vigor has helped me develop and clarify what it is that I am passionate about today. Will that be my passion 10 years from now? Probably not. But I'm not going to sit around and hope to discover it. God, I hope it's not the same passion that I have in 10 years from now, because that would mean I haven't evolved or tried other things, found passion in other things. The takeaway is that all small hints of passion are meant to be followed, but not to be attached or grasped to. Just meant to highlight what the next thing you should be putting effort into so you can continue to develop further passions. No one can sit in one place and decide what the rest of their life should be about, what passion to follow. The best advice is then what Mark Cuban says. Don't follow your passion. Follow your efforts. Follow your time. Follow what it is that you find yourself spending your time and effort on. Maybe you don't think you're passionate about it right now. But if you approach it with a level of seriousness, if you commit to it and commit to the reaching of it with excellence while conducting it, you will be pleasantly surprised by what you find your life becomes. What you're passionate about right now cannot be the qualifier. A true visionary has a longer time horizon than the ordinary human. And while most of us are just trying to survive and catch up to the rapid changes of the world today, visionaries are building the world of tomorrow. You think their efforts are dependent on passion? How could you be passionate about what doesn't yet exist? You can't. You just build and build and build and don't hinge your progress on something as fragile as passion. You do it for purpose instead. Because you don't want to imagine a world without your vision. Your efforts don't rely on passion. You can believe all the myths of passion you want. You can spend your entire life trying to discover it, not putting in committed, true effort until you find this phantom. You can ignore reality, but you can't ignore the consequence of ignoring reality. We become so attached to our original ideas, to these myths, that we become paralyzed and inflexible by it. The years of your life will fade in accordance to your commitment to this delusion of passion. Do it with passion or not at all. Enjoy your life of not doing anything substantial. Three questions I have for you today. One, what are you currently committed to in your life that you can bring more of yourself to even though it doesn't register in your current mind as passion. Can you give more to your job? Can you care more for the people who depend on you? Can you be more present in the relationships that you don't currently fully value? Second question. What have you discounted completely and not signed up for at all because you don't think it is for you, because it doesn't align with your passion? Can you put that aside and begin that project even though it doesn't seem that exciting? Can you commit to that business even though it doesn't seem like your end-all, be-all? 
Question three. Let's reflect and look back at your own life and maybe even your childhood. What is an example of a place or activity where you discovered and then developed passion? Can you reflect on how this can also play out in other aspects of your life as well? How can you put yourself in the way of more things where you have the chance of developing and discovering passion? Where can you leave the shallow end and venture into the deep despite it initially not qualifying as a place of passion? Reflect on how that may have happened to you earlier in your life and put yourself in the way of it again. Love you, family. See you in the next show.